0: what it is, Duke City. Welcome to the program, Albuquerque. It is 4 o'clock on the dot, and we are ready to rage with you, Albuquerque. Let's have some fun with it today. We'll be with you till 7 o'clock, and we will be with you all afternoon and evening right here at Hollow Spirits, downtown First Street, just a shade north of Mountain. We're doing the program here for three, count them, three hours. No isotopes kicking us off, no lobos kicking us off, no football kicking us off. It is two men on all the way up until 7 o'clock. We're going to have a lot of fun with it today. Got a great program. Like I said, we are out here at Hollow Spirits till 7 o'clock. And then right after that, we'll be hosting the New Mexico United Watch Party out here at Hollow Spirits. Special guest on the program today, one... Voice of the United, Mr. Tyler Ortega, will join us on the program in between 6 and 7. And then he'll be here with me at Hollow Spirits to host the New Mexico United Watch Party. Going to have a lot of fun there. The curse is coming. I heard whispers, the black diamonds are coming. Tons of black and yellow is going to be painted all over Hollow Spirits tonight. We got food specials. We got drink specials. And uh, I'd like to think that I'm special. So thanks for joining me today Albuquerque you're going to be a great program. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. We are in the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. As like I said, we are live from Hollow Spirits today and this evening. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I9. We of course Every day, start our days at the YMCA, and I highly encourage you to do as well. We end our days right here at Hollow Spirits. Mondays are for Monday Night Football with the boys at Howie's Sports Page on the corner of Montgomery and Tramway. And the weekends are for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Banger of a program today and a banger of a golf tournament this morning. Had a lot of fun with friends oh general manager luke markwith of howie's and then two isotopes legends voice of the isotopes josh Sushan, and also voice of the lab one dylan storm i'm going to break it to you guys a little behind uh behind the scenes here the boys had a couple cocktails the boys had a blast and we did it all for a great cause as chisholm trail rv put on an amazing golf tournament to benefit local Albuquerque firefighters. They raised what I can only assume is a bazillion dollars. So congratulations to Chisholm Trail RV on a great day for a great cause. Had a lot of fun and supporting local firefighters. Shout out to Aaron Chisholm of Chisholm Trail RV. Also special shout out to the Albuquerque Isotopes as they joined us today Josh and Dylan we had a lot of fun with it Um, you know we've been at isotope stadium every Friday every home Friday all season and you know the isotopes guys are so busy they work so hard for the community it's cool to see them off the clock let loose have a little fun and you know have some fun for a great cause as I mentioned all proceeds today went to Albuquerque fire and rescue uh you should be proud of your boy albuquerque it was a scramble but one hole your dude had a true birdie we used all three of my shots as i smacked one right down the middle chipped it onto the green hit a green in regulation and sunk the putt um we don't talk about golf a lot here on this program but your boy loves golf I have a lot of fun with it all the time. We got a lot of great friends of the show that we go golfing with all the time. And I don't mind telling you, there's not a lot of birdie game in my repertoire. I am a par at best, I am a bogey guy. So to get a birdie, and you know, this time a birdie with witnesses was quite special to me. Uh, None of the boys won a raffle, none of the boys won an RV, but we did have a lot of fun today for a great cause. Shout out to Luke Markwith from Howie's and Josh Sushan and Dylan Storm of the Isotopes and of course the lovely Aaron Chisholm of Chisholm Trail RV. Made a lot of new friends today, had a lot of fun with it, and uh, let's keep doing this and make it bigger and better every single year. I mentioned in the 6 o'clock hour, I got New Mexico United's Tyler Ortega joining me. In the 5 o'clock hour, we got Duke City Gladiators head coach Fred Griggs going to sit in with us over here at Hollow Spirits. We're going to talk some NFL football. Next segment, we're talking high school football with ProView Network's Sebastian Noel, Mr. Everything in the amateur ranks here in Albuquerque. Really excited to pick his brain about what's going on in Albuquerque And 430 We'll be talking some NFL football with one Ned James, and this is a subject that is near and dear to my heart, as I am a human being who has been concussed multiple times, and I have no idea what the long-term damage is from all these concussions that I've racked up over the years, but if my sense of humor and my style on this show is any indication, the brain damage isn't looking great. So I want to talk concussions with one Mr. Ned James. Hot-button topic in the news, sports, pop culture, national media the last few days after Tua was knocked out of a second consecutive game with a concussion, and it looked absolutely awful. Taken off the field on a stretcher. Um, I mean, if if you saw it live, you know how horrible it was. And if you saw highlights, you saw how horrible it was as you know what really what really got me in that moment was the hand clenching. You know, I was actually on the phone talking to my family and uh at first glance I was talking to my father who was in town in Albuquerque, You're gonna come here uh to Hollow Spirits, just said he looked like he dislocated his finger. And the way his finger was was jilted sideways, it did look like he dislocated his finger. But we all know that, I mean, that's just a concussion. That's just nerve damage. And his hands were frozen in a manner that was quite concerning. Taken off the field on a stretcher, an absolutely horrible scene. Um, sending the best to the Tagovailoa family. And shout out to Courtney of Hollow Spirits. Hey, girl. How you doing? You have a good night tonight? You excited? All right. Come in. Courtney's coming in with a good attitude right here. So come down to Hall of Spirits and say hi to Courtney. She is the bee's pajamas. Got a great program for you today. We're going to talk some high school football. We're going to talk some Lobo football. We're going to talk some NFL football. We're going to talk some concussion protocol. We're going to sneak in a little bit of playoff races in the MLB and whatever else you want to talk about albuquerque 505-246-0610 hit us up on the sports animal text line 505-246-0610 hit us up on the sports animal text line with all your hot takes we'd love to hear from you today especially in the five and six o'clock hour Mikey, did you see that Tua hit? Did you did you see it in real time or the highlights?
1: Yeah, I did. I saw what happened to him on Sunday, and then I saw him get lit up, kind of beaten up last night, that was real concerning for his health going forward.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, having a short week and coming right back there on Thursday and getting his bell rung once again, and it, and it wasn't a legal hit. It wasn't helmet to helmet, but, I mean, he got slammed down on the gridiron, smacked the back of his head, and he was out cold. And to me, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer for the Miami Dolphins or the NFL or, you know, whatever kind of protocol they have to check him out. But it looks to me like last Sunday that he was also concussed. Somebody who stumbles and gets woozy the way that he did.
1: Yeah, he shouldn't have played says last concussion night. concussion to me. Yeah, he shouldn't have played that- last night.
0: Tua and the Dolphins blamed it on a bad back and his balance was off. I'm not buying a single word of it. Hopefully the NFL does their due diligence and they really get to the bottom of this investigation because they should not be... I mean, it's it's a casualty of war, right? You're going to get your bell rung. You're going to get concussions. It's just a part of playing football. But making sure that the players' health and safety is priority number one, should be paramount to the NFL, especially with a rising star like Tua. And we'll talk a little more about this in the 4.30 segment with Ned James. Uh, we're going to grab a commercial break, and we're going to come back with ProView Network Sebastian Noel. You're listening to Two Men On. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Co-Op Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we finish our days with a cocktail right here at Hollow Spirits. Monday Night Football with the boys is at Howie Sports Page on the corner of Montgomery and Tramway, in the weekends are for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Mobile Studio as we're having some fun at Hollow Spirits today. Uh, We're doing the program all the way up until 7, and then at 8 o'clock, kickoff of New Mexico United. We're going to have the watch party over here. The curse is going to be here. The boys are going to be here. And Van Senior and Sandra Nunley are going to be here. My folks are in town. Come say hi to my folks. If you want to see why I am such a dumpster fire, just sitting, hanging by threads, come meet the folks and say hi and figure out exactly why. I am just kidding. They're absolutely lovely people. Speaking of lovely people, the expert, the oracle, Everything amateur sports in New Mexico. Proview network Sebastian Noel joins us. What's happening, my dude? You know, just getting ready for the big Friday night game of the week on My50 TV statewide. Would that be one Volcano Vista and Cleveland, Sebastian?
2: It would be. It would be Volcano Vista and the Cleveland Storm.
0: The Cleveland Storm host Volcano Vista, Cleveland coming in as the number three ranked team volcano Vista number six is this like a sure thing for Cleveland or is volcano Vista a team on the rise and can do some damage today
2: oh no doubt well first of all those are uh, those are kind of max prep rankings right which is the computer algorithm but if you go like to the coaches poll there's a lot of uh, Cleveland's still right on top there so obviously they they you know they did they're coming off a loss they lost in in Lubbock to friendship last week, so you know uh, I always say that's that's not the week you want to play Cleveland. The week after a loss, well, Canova, it's a, it's, a, it's a similar story right there. Off to a really good start. They got a really good team, they got a really nice quarterback, but they find themselves, as always, looking up at Big Brother. As, can, can this be the year that they finally knock off Cleveland?
0: Also down in Las Cruces, coached by cousin of mine, Coach Ken Stevens, Las Cruces. It's weird seeing Las Cruces with a 1-3 and record. You don't see these guys with losing records very often. Does Hobbs just absolutely demolish Las Cruces, or does Las Cruces got some more in the tank?
2: No, I would take Hobbs there pretty easily, and that would set up a huge game. If Hobbs were to win, Hobbs would stay undefeated, and then they would get uh, number one centennial next week in Hobbs, so that would set up a huge uh, huge matchup.
0: Let's uh, break down Hobbs a little bit. I want to hear you say wonderful things about Coach Stevens' team. <laughs> well, first of all, I love Coach Stevens
2: because he was the head coach at Eunice, where he won several championships. Uh, so I got to know him a little bit there when I, I did a couple of those Eunice championships. But, no, Hobbs has a good team. They, they uh, The quarterback that they really like, uh, Argot, the senior, he, you know, he throws, he throws a good ball. He's, he's accurate, efficient, doesn't turn it over a lot. Right. I think he's like, I want to say a 14 to three touchdown to interception ratio. Um, no way. Now granted, Hobbs is always hard to get a read on because they don't ever come to the big city, right? They don't ever come up here. So that's why I'm looking forward to this matchup with Centennial next week. I mean, they started the season, they beat their rival Clovis, but Clovis is just as, bad as it gets. And then Artesia, they beat Artesia 69-48, to 48. so you put up 70 points, I mean, I know Artesia's not known for their defense, but still, that's that's quite right. a feat. And then the win that's going to really stick out as a huge win is that 51-7 win over Roswell, because Roswell's really taken off after that, And besides from that, so that's going to come out as a huge, huge win, and then they beat Rio Rancho as well, so they got some nice wins.
0: Speaking of Roswell, they host Piedra Vista. Is the learn their lesson from that loss? Is, that, is this also a team on the rise?
2: I mean, it's their only loss, right? So they they, uh, they handled their their old rival Los Lunas in Los Lunas. They beat Carlsbad pretty badly, and then they're coming off a shutout Ouch. against Clovis. Now Piedras Vista is the best team in that classification, so this has a potential to be a you know championship type atmosphere because this is a really good matchup this could be the 5a championship preview actually
0: from one cousin of mine that coaches high school football to another how is jamie ramirez and the portales rams looking this year
2: you know what i have not seen portales like i don't even i don't even know what their record is they're usually pretty good i mean and Coach does a good job. I remember we were down there. Uh, I think last year, yeah, we were down there when they played at the uh, there. And you know, they never—they're not real fancy, but they always have some big kids. They move the ball, um, so you know, 6-0, actually, 6-0 start, so yeah, six and zero. Actually, they're six and zero starts. So obviously, they're doing something right rank, there. Right?
0: They, rank first in District Four A right now. Uh, they're up here this weekend. They got Valley really excited. Oh, I got. They'll, they'll, yeah, I got the uh, Valley. Valley tomorrow at 1 o'clock at Milne Stadium. Got family in town, and they're really excited to to see Coach Ramirez and the Portales Rams. Uh, I mean, uh, you look aside, at some
1: of the scores.
2: Shut out against Pewaukee, shut out against St. Pius. So, I mean, they're <laughs> off to a good start. I mean, the schedule doesn't, you know, it's not littered with great teams, right? They've played Highland. They've played Redelzo. They've played Valencia. But, you know, you can only play the games in front of you. But here, as they move into district, you know, with Academy being their biggest rival in that district, and Academy lost their running back due to injury, I would think that's Portales' district to
0: lose. Just about everyone has five or six games in so far this year. Who's underperforming? Who's that team that you thought was going to compete, and they've let you down a little bit?
2: Huh? That's a great question, you know, that's what I do here, CJ. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> the, the caliber of questions certainly go, goes up when Fred's not around. I've, I've noticed that. But I, I would <laughs> say El Dorado. El Dorado has surprised me. Not as I wouldn't say disappointed me, but I mean, I didn't think they would be struggling quite this badly I, because usually Coach Dotson he does he does such a great job with whatever he has, and they usually compete. But they they've really uh, struggled this year. So maybe maybe El Dorado. I mean that's for the most part you know every team has been who we thought they were
0: they are who you thought they were and you let them off the hook uh that's right who who is you know i ask you this every time and i'll beat it into the ground what player is must see tv who does who does casual new mexico sports fan need to tune into to watch
2: I would, uh, to me that's always an easy answer. It's Aiden Chavez at Siebel, the quarterback. He's so next level. Uh, the throws he makes, you know, he's got some nice receivers there at Siebel, but it's, he just the precision, uh, the intelligence. He is a complete package. So if you love that quarterback position, then it's Aiden Chavez. Now defensively, there's a guy playing tonight for Cleveland, Stratton Schufeldt. If you love defense, hard hitter quarterback at Volcano Vista, Elliott Paskett Bell, he can throw it down the field and he can also run, so he's quite entertaining I mean, there's some, there's some pretty entertaining players as far as casual fans that you would, you know want to watch
0: Alright, your Atlanta Braves, one single solitary game behind the New York Mets in the East, how do they get that one game gap back? The Mets that you
2: picked to win the division yesterday on this very program, by the way, don't think I that is correct. didn't hear that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is correct. So it was a little Beginning of the season, too. I did have your Braves in the playoffs, so it's all shaping out really well. Well, you know, that's th-
2: the series is in Atlanta, right? So it's all in front of you. You've got to go out and win that series, and there you go. All
0: right. Objective member of the press, Sebastian Noel. Who makes a run in the National League and wins the pennant?
2: I mean, it's hard to bet against the Dodgers these days. But, you know, I mean, with Kimbrell at the back of the bullpen with that gas can, you know, there's only two teams I traditionally root against. The Yankees, obviously, because, you know, I'm a Braves fan and the 90s was painful. And then, of course, the Cardinals, because every Cardinals fan behaves exactly like Fred Slow. Oh, yeah. That's low-hanging fruit. Yeah, they're out. They're out. And, I mean, I still think the Braves have as good a chance as anybody. I think that's why these playoffs are going to be so much fun, Van, because you can't say that there's a team that's hotter than everybody else heading into these playoffs. Uh, it could be pretty wide open.
0: Yeah, and, and, and that was your Atlanta Braves last year, and they have more firepower this year. They're going to be a scary team. The National League is going to be a lot of fun this year. I could see any team emerging, but conversely in the American League, it seems – a date with destiny in between the Astros and Yankees again, and everyone else is just happy to be there. Is that what you see?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to make a case for some of these other teams, right? Uh, like if Toronto gets in there or, I mean, the Guardian. Yeah, I mean, it just it's, it's Astros-Yankees. It's a collision course, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, for me and Fred personally, obviously we want to see – st louis and houston so we could bounce around the country and you know go on the road and do this show from the world series but it's really enticing to get dodgers yankees or mets yankees a subway series like as a baseball fan not a braves fan as a baseball fan what would be your dream matchup this year
2: um i would love some 90s redemption actually So I would love to see a Braves-Yankees series. But a Subway series, I think this year would be pretty intriguing because I think the Mets are much more well-equipped to win that series versus the last time it happened. Um, Probably won't get any sawed-off bats being thrown at anyone, so that's kind of a bummer. (laughs) But I, I do think a
0: Subway series this time around might be a little more entertaining. Sebastian Noel, the best in the business. Anything to hit us with before we let you go? No, just, you know, 7 o'clock, fifty TV. Uh, this is the first district game.
2: These teams are really good, so uh, hopefully uh, everyone will tune in.
0: Sebastian, where do the friends of the show follow you?
2: Oh, you know, my show airs on ProView Network's YouTube, so just go to YouTube, type in ProView Networks, you'll see that. Uh, that's, that's probably the best place.
0: ProView Network, Sebastian Noel, thank you so much. Good, sir. All right, be good. Cheers, brother. When we get back, frequent contributor, friend of the show, Ned James, joins us to talk concussions and a little NFL football. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 d Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Happy Friday. Having a lot of fun out here at Hollow Spirits today. Come uh, grab your happy hour cocktails out here at Hollow Spirits. Great food, great drink, great people and me the boys will be doing the program up until 7 p.m and they're taking a quick break they're going to be hosting the new mexico united watch party out here at hollow spirits uh, going to have a lot of fun with that going to paint this place black and yellow have a lot of fun with it when we're talking football and i need someone to pick their brain for me there's only one answer And the great city of Albuquerque, and that is ex-Lobo quarterback, ex-NFL coach, friend of the show, friend in real life, NFL expert, one Mr. Ned James. How's it going, my friend?
1: Hey, Van, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Hey, doing good. Doing good. Yeah, UNM's campus here today, talking gender and culture and everything else on campus with the kids. Always fun stuff. I always learn a lot.
0: So let's talk Lobos real quick before we jump into a very interesting topic that I'm fascinated by the last couple days. Uh, How do you think your Lobos are going to do up in Vegas? I I think Vegas, uh, the prognosticators, the bookies, uh, not the football team, have UNLV ranked a little higher, a little bit bigger favorites than I would imagine. They're coming in as 14.5-point favorites, and me – I think it's maybe just a touchdown at best.
1: How do you see the Lobos doing this weekend? Man, we are uh, like minds in this case because uh, I said the same thing this morning. I thought the same thing. Um, You know, I've watched the tape of UNLV. They're really good, really good on defense. I mean, they're the number one team against the run in the Mountain West Conference. Um, Really fly around, really active. Uh, defensively, uh, their quarterback, I call him Baby Randall Cunningham, played at UNLV as well. Uh, he's the poor man's Randall Cunningham. He's six foot four. He's skinny as all get out, but he can really throw it and he can really run. So it's one of those things where, you know, and their running back is really good. So, uh, but I'm, I'm like you. I saw it the same way. Uh, but I, and I've watched a lot of the film because they're really good on defense. Now they fly around. They really get after it, but you got to go back to the four games that they played. People pretend that, Maybe UNM didn't play four games. They won the first one, forty-one to nothing. Then lost to Boise. Then they manhandled UTEP, and then in comes uh, LSU, and they get beat by LSU. Now right. UTEP goes and beats Boise, so it's kind of it's kind of a wash. And all of a sudden, the quarterback becomes a bum. You know, that's what I've always said. The quarterback gets right. way too much credit when you win, and way too much blame when you lose. And so now all of a sudden, you know, they can't play. But this is a very interesting game. This is a, It's going to be a really good competitive game. Uh, I'm curious to see how the Lobos are able to run the ball. If they're able to run the ball against this good UNLV run defense, then we should be okay. It just don't turn the ball over. It, and I think Miles Kendrick has done a really good job of managing the game for the Lobos. Now, the Boise game and the LSU game, if you want to fault him for that, okay, that's fine. But I think this game will really tell you who he is and what he's all about. Uh, But I do like our chances like you, and I I don't think it's much more than a 7 point or a touchdown uh, favorite at best uh, for UNLV.
0: Yeah, I agree completely. I I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to be a defensive battle. They're going to run the ball. They're going to eat the clock. And I think it comes down to a big turnover. I predicted it earlier in the week. I feel a Lobo defensive touchdown coming this week. Um, Speaking of defensive, the NFL is on the defensive now for their concussion protocol in this big Tua fiasco. Did you see the injury the previous Sunday, and did it look like a concussion to you?
1: Well, here's the thing with concussions, and I I love it when uh, these kind of issues come up because I get to talk to the kids on campus, and some of the professors, some of the adults on campus as well about those type of issues cuz the question always comes up to the old man like me Ned James if you had to do it all over again knowing what you know about cte and concussions would you have played the game of football and that's what football guys get asked all the time particularly when sure. they're old guys like me old and fat and you know I'm losing a few marbles myself up top would you risk <laughs> would you have risked playing football Having concussions because I had a concussion. I had a concussion. We played at the grass. I remember yelling at the official, telling them that a guy just hit me with a baseball bat. But there's seventy-six thousand people in the stands. There's no way a guy would hit you with a baseball bat, and nobody saw. So they were yelling for the trainers to come get me. I go to the sideline. Trainer says, "What's wrong, Ned?" I said, "I don't know. I just got hit a little bit. Are you okay?" Mm. "Yes. Okay. Next series, Ned. This is what you're gonna do." And you go back in. So the whole concussion thing. He went through the, you know, the trainers. He went through the doctors. You know, the science is even more. Uh, it's a lot better now than it was back when I played, you know, 100 years ago. And the whole issue was he was cleared to go back out and play. Now you're paying a guy two million dollars. Let's just say two. It makes 34 million dollars. You're paying a guy two million dollars a week to play a game, okay, a, a sport right. game. Now the doctors tell him he's cleared through all the tests. Now it's his decision. Do you? Do, does he get to say, "I want to go back out"? Is it the doctor's decision? Is it ownership's decision? What, how does that all work? And so. That's where people have to really keep in mind when they start becoming, you know, just like during the pandemic, we had all these epidemiologists now that never went to medical school. Now we got all these people on Twitter who who think they're neurologists, and they can decide when a guy should go back into a game four days later or not based on their neurological analysis of a guy getting wobbly and getting up after getting knocked, you know, silly during an NFL football game.
0: What do you think – has the NFL taken big leaps in the past couple decades – Do you see a lot of improvement in between when you were coaching and now on diagnosing concussions and treating concussions and keeping
1: uh, players safe? Oh, absolutely, 100%. I mean, you can't go back in if you have a concussion. If there was an issue with a concussion, he has to go through the concussion protocol. There's guys that get that out every week in the NFL due to concussions. Uh, The NFL, you know, linemen and linebackers can't wear – they're just regular helmets doing training camp. They have to wear uh, caps right. on their helmet to prevent concussions. and concussions were down this year in training camp. So there's all kinds of things that NFL, and they're doing it at the high school level. They're doing it at the at the collegiate level as well to try to prevent their special helmet. There's guys on the UNM's football team that wear special helmets for concussions. And so that, those are just some of the things that have, with the science that's come along that to protect the head. And, uh, you know, some guys, you know, it, it affects differently than other guys. And sure, there's science that shows that the brain is damaged with repeated hits from the head. So they've taken the head out of the game. You know, they're penalizing it more. And so they're trying to make the game safer. But it's, a, it's the most popular sport in the world right now. And, uh, you know, you can uh, eliminate football. You can just play flag football. You don't have to have helmets. And then, you know, you would eliminate, you know, the concussion risk altogether. And, and you know, you just you
0: led me right into my next question. Do you see a change in equipment in the future? Do you see – I mean, because it's almost as if this isn't just protective equipment. This is almost like armor. Do you see uh, some kind of changes coming in the, the NFL equipment, The what we see now versus what we're going to see in the
1: future? I can't really see much change. You know, you're really putting a lot of equipment up top of the head. And, you know, and, and the head is supported by the neck. A lot of these issues come with the neck. And so you don't know necessarily if, you know, if you put guys in neck, neck braces as well to play. I mean, sure, I mean, you could, you could really kind of armor a guy up if you really want to, if, if, if you know, you legislate it. Um, they're, they're always constantly trying to improve the equipment. They're, they're constantly testing. They're constantly trying to evaluate and see why certain guys have concussions and other guys don't get concussions. You know guys are bigger, stronger, and faster nowadays, and so it just it just only you it, know makes sense that you know those kind of head injuries are gonna happen from time to time and so you know how do you eliminate the head in football I mean guys hit their head on the ground when they're when you're trying to tackle some guys come in wrong and a guy makes a, a a sharp cut and all of a sudden their head's on the wrong side, and those guys get concussions so it's just you know the science the neurologist um it's you know. You know, business as well. I mean, what, do you, what do you, uh, are you? What are you? Are you going to be paying a guy? You know, two million dollars to just sit and watch because, you know, he, he he may be clear in his mind to play, but the doctors are saying, well, here's the rule: if a guy feels a little funny, uh, we got to hold him out two to three weeks. You know, those are the kind of questions that are coming up with the business part of uh, the NFL. So, you know, we'll see down the future. But for young people, you know, of course, you got to err on the side of caution. But with guys who are professionals and guys who are playing this game and they know the risks. Uh, it's something you know you're going to have to examine as far as uh, when does a person's individual rights uh, become more important or less important than the actual uh, uh, injury? You heard it there.
0: Wealth of knowledge and experience. Always appreciate you, Mr. Ned James. We'll be talking to you soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Take care. Absolutely. Always a pleasure, Ned. More sports-adjacent content when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Oh, I like this song, Mikey. What is this? Is this some, some uh, quiet riot? What do we got? What do we got going on here? Is this some, some twisted sister? What do we got going on here, Mikey? Okay. Oh, is this some of our copywritten, protected... Safe-to-air music that I'd never know what it is and I miss it. I get it wrong every time. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, it rocks, Mikey. Thank you so much. Welcome back to the program. It is almost quitting time, Albuquerque. I am so happy for you. If you are in your earbuds right now or you're driving around listening to us on the radio or on your smartphone or your computer or your iPhone or your television or they're listening to us in the future, on the podcast, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a friend of the show. Speaking of friend of the show, two men on is live from Hollow Spirits all day today and all evening as we're doing the show from Hollow Spirits, and then we'll be hosting the Mexico United watch party here at Hollow Spirits. Hollow Spirits is absolutely the place to be. Speaking of Hollow Spirits, sitting right next to me, one Mister Everything here. At this lovely establishment, Alex Bolick. What's happening, my dude?
3: Not much. Lots of things happening here, but it's it's, it's going to be a crazy weekend Let's get for that a little bit
0: closer to your, your oh, mouth. Okay. Yeah, sorry, buddy. There we go. Uh, so I got a funny behind-the-scenes story. Uh-oh. So we are dog park buddies. We are. Not, not only are we friends and coworkers <laughs> here at Hollow Spirits, we go, we frequent the same dog park. That's true, that's true. And uh, I got handed a stack of Lewis Black tickets last night, and I texted a couple people <laughs> who I thought might be interested but was really up against the clock on this event starting, so I was like, "I know what I'll do. On my way home, I'll drive by the dog park and I'll hand Alex a stack of tickets to hand out at the dog park." And there we were, just <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, that was uh,
3: that was interesting. Everyone's like, "What just happened over there?" I was like, "Well, if you want to go to the comedy show, here you go." <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't. I, yeah, everybody went. Yeah, we used all the tickets.
0: That's amazing. So Lewis Black deserves it. He's a hilarious dude. Shout out to uh, Hispanic Cultural Center for putting on a a great performance for the Albuquerque area. So you guys got a busy weekend. What all's all's going on at Hollow Spirits?
3: Uh, Well, as you know, tonight we got the United game, so that'll be great. That starts at eight. Um, We have we're kind of spread out, kind of throughout the whole the whole state right now, actually. So in uh, down in Carlsbad at Cavern City Renaissance. Renaissance Fair. Ooh. So Frank and our uh, events coordinator Sam are down there. So they're going to be serving up cocktails. Yeah. You check out the spirits. So if you're like, oh, I've always wanted to try and you're a little further south, and you've never been able to really get your hands on it, like nice. perfect chance to go out and hey, try some cocktails.
0: Nerds need a nice cocktail that's too. True. Of course they do. Yeah. It's a
3: Renaissance <laughs> Fair. It's going to be epic. Um, and then on also, I guess that's going on all weekend. I think that starts tonight. goes through Sunday. Um, tomorrow there's the Corks and Brews. Um, we'll be out there. And, yeah, don't forget we have brunch every Saturday and Sunday now, except we do need to mention that we are not going to be open tomorrow during brunch. We'll open at 3 p.m. tomorrow. We are just we have so much events going on. We're just out there that we just need to, we just need to step down for a minute and uh, collect ourselves, and we'll be back at it, though.
0: I mean, that's a good problem to have. Like, you're so busy. We're so busy. You're so busy. You're so successful out in the the community doing so many events. You got to close for a couple hours. That's true. It's it's a good problem. But let's let's uh, talk what's going on behind this wall back here because Chef LP is doing an amazing job since he took over. Can you talk a little bit about what he's doing back there? Yeah,
3: we just released our new fall winter menu. Um, It's it's very different. Um, It's. I would say it's like more approachable, which is great. We have fish and chips and chicken parmesan, and just a whole bunch of awesome, awesome items. And this is like his first; this is really his first time getting the behind the behind the behind the reins and taking over and really doing his thing. So it's amazing. He's doing a great job, and uh, the whole kitchen's amazing. They're just they're just like really killing it, and I, I think everybody's loving it. Along with our awesome bartenders and all the craft cocktails we got going on, there's some amazing things that came out from from the bar. And the kitchen on this menu—it's—it's it's awesome.
0: And I, I really like the freedom that you're giving Chef LP because like, yeah. you do a rotating menu. you—you yeah. like you got you're always going to crank out the hits. Like you got the normal menu, and then you're rotating new things in every yeah. week.
3: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we do have our weekly specials that we do. I'm not sure what the weekly specials are. If I could get Natalie over here, we could probably figure that out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we do have those weekly specials. So that's a great opportunity for them to just do something a little different, try something out that. You know, we'll see if it works for a menu or not. You know, so you got all, all, every week you got something new to come try, and those are always awesome.
0: Let's talk about this upstairs patio because that's all the rage here lately. People like come here just to get up on the patio and get a bird's eye view of downtown and get some, a little fresh air, like a little half sun little half sun. little (laughs) half sun in your face. You got the the tarps up, but there's still, like, a little some fresh air and sun out there. Like, this thing is being well-received, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's awesome. Um, Like you said, the views are awesome. That bird's eye view. You got great views of the Sandias. Pretty good views of downtown. Maybe we're not beating Marble's view, but, you know, it's pretty good. (laughs) It's pretty good. We got the Sandias. We got them beat there. Uh, But, yeah, it's awesome. And uh, it's open all the time. We're not always staffing it, but you can always order and go up there, which is great and just chill. Which is nice, you know. Sometimes you don't want to just be up there, and then it's like so busy; you don't get a seat. You can just go up there, relax. It's really, really nice. So, what, are you, ta- ta- what are you talking about? Up there.
0: Come to Hollow Spirits, go up to the second floor patio, get you a nice cocktail, and look, bother the server. <laughs> come on, they need to get their steps in. Oh they gosh, did. poor Wait. servers. Oh, can I actually can I have a lemon with my water? <laughs> 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 make <laughs> game, stairs, stairs, you know, don't stairs, stairs. Come back game, up. Don't make them go up and down. Actually, I wanted I wanted a, a cherry in my cocktail. Can you come back up? <laughs> I am absolutely joking. Do not do that, Albuquerque. Please don't do that. <laughs> treat treat your servers you with dignity that, and respect and me, kindness. Okay? Yeah, that'll totally be my <laughs> fault. Uh, anything else to hit us with before we let you go, Alex? Um, next week, we do have our balloon uh,
3: drag brunch that's happening presented by Hash and Lash. That's all ages. Doors at 11. Show starts at noon.
0: And we're going to go to break. We'll, we'll have Alex sit with us for a first couple minutes in next segment. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Oh, my God. It is 5 o'clock on a Friday. It's quitting time. If you're just walking to your car right now and you're listening to Two Men On, congrats you friggin' lations. You made it through another week. The boys of Two Men On are so damn proud of you. Pat yourself on the back. After you're done patting yourself on the back, come down to Hollow Spirits. Grab a cocktail. And speaking of cocktails, oh, my goodness, what do I have in front of me?
4: Uh, That is the Don't Be Chai. It is on our new menu that we released uh, a few weeks ago. And it is um, a gin fizz with like chai tea, apple cider, and uh, rosemary simple syrup.
0: Sitting next to me is one of the most talented bartenders in yeah. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, oh really, the world. <laughs> right. The lovely and talented Z is joining us. How's, how's your day going?
4: It's going pretty good. It's um, a slow start, but I know it's going to pick up later. So,
0: yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's going to pick up like in between now and 5.15. Yeah. Because everybody <laughs> is driving the hollow spirits right now to try one of these amazing cocktails. All right, I'm going to do a live taste test on air right now. Oh, that is phenomenal!
4: Good. I'm glad you it. Oh, good.
0: that is phenomenal! And the little aromatics or the sprig too—you mm-hmm. get to, yeah,
4: you yeah get your, for
0: your nose palate, right? Yes, <laughs>
4: exactly. They're both connected.
0: <laughs> so you come up with so many uh, crazy, creative, fun cocktails here. Like, where do you draw your inspiration from?
4: Um, I really try to do what um, is bar the trending in the bar world, and also I'll do research on like fall and. All fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, and but here we have a really awesome process. Like our menu is collaborative, so it's not just me and like the front of house manager. It's all the bartenders. We all like get together, have a meeting, pitch ideas to each other, um, like critique each other and help out recipes and stuff like that. And that's what makes our um, menu really unique because it's all of us. It's not just one of us.
0: The boys are live at Hollow Spirits as we often are. We're on air here till 7. Then we're hosting the New Mexico United Watch Party. Come down here and get one of these amazing handcrafted cocktails. The liquor is distilled right here on site. Yes. So, I mean, you guys have basically every flavor and color of liquor you could mm-hmm. possibly want here. 70. And then every cocktail <laughs> you could ever imagine by the talented Z. What, a, what, what do you got coming up next? What are you working on now?
4: Uh, Next, uh, we're going to be doing the costumes and cocktails down at Cottonwood Mall. Um, It's going to be a bar class. You can buy your tickets at hollowspirits.com. So when I do a bar class, I like to do three drinks. I'll start out with a traditional cocktail, and then I'll do one that I just think of like... With vodka, and then I'll think of something that we can do that will be fun. Probably, it'll probably be Halloween themed. That second one, and the third one, I always like to do something from our current menu. That way, we can draw people into hollow and be like, "This is on the menu right now. Come, come down and try it."
0: I love it. I mean, I love the creativity here. I love there's always something different. But I mean, you also got all the classics. Yes. Like, what? What's your favorite classic cocktail to make?
4: I mean, you can't go wrong with the old-fashioned. Sure. He, yeah, here we do it the pre-prohibition style. We don't like muddle fruit or anything. We'll do, like, with whiskey and just a re- nice clear cube, the aromatic bitters, orange bitters, and um, just a splash of Dimir simple syrup.
0: Well, what do you... Okay, so we're doing the New Mexico United watch party mm-hmm. later. What? What's the most popular drink at, like, a, a New Mexico United watch party?
4: <laughs> I mean... They'll do the old fashions. They'll do beer. Um, most of the time, it's something that we have on, like, current on the menu right now. Um, the Spill the Tea, which is like a lavender London fog martini is kind of popular right now. And then also we have, like, the Spice Spice Baby, which is like a herbal infused uh, reposado drink with uh, ginger beer. That one's really popular right now, too, so they'll pick something on the menu that's...
0: I I really like smoked cocktails, Mm -hmm. too. It seems like uh, the smoked cocktails have really rose in popularity.
4: Yeah. uh, We smoke the old-fashioned. We can smoke the Manhattan. People just love uh, smoked drinks with the whiskey that we have.
0: Nice. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go to break early. I felt bad because we had to cut off Alex last segment. (laughs) So I wanted to bring in the super lovely and talented Z to talk about everything in the cocktail world here at Hollow Spirit. So we're going to go to commercial break early, and we get back in between 5 o'clock and 6 o'clock. We are only talking football. So sports fans, cuddle up. Put us in your earbuds, however you listen to us. We'll be talking (laughs) football for an hour straight With head coach of the Duke City Gladiators, one Mr. Fred Griggs. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. And thank you for bearing with us, friends of the show. Welcome back to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. We're brought to you by John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy. All of your real estate needs, check out John Lopez or John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy. Whether you're, buying, whether you're buying a house from Million Dollar John or you're buying your first starter home, John Lopez is the man. Speaking of the man, sitting right here with me, coach of the Duke City Gladiators, Mr. Fred Griggs. What's, What's happening, What's my up, dude?
5: Man? Not much, man. Just Welcome
0: to the program. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, right. man. You know, you know, we've had you on the phone a lot. This is our first in-person session. Yes, so, sir. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for joining us. Uh, the boys are live from Hollow Spirits. we we'll 're doing the program all the way up until 7 o'clock. And then we'll be doing the New Mexico United watch party here at Hollow Spirits. Going to have a lot of fun here today. Come and join us. We'll be here, well, basically all night. We're going to have a lot of fun. But might not be here all night, but we got them for an hour. And we're going to be talking all things football. Coach Fred Griggs. You know, I don't even know. Like, Okay, you can't say Duke City Gladiators, obviously. Well, who's your squad? Who's your team? Who do you root for? NFL or college? NFL. Yeah, uh, I'm a Ravens
5: fan. Uh, Ravens? Life, life lifelong Ravens fan. My father was a Steeler. My mom was a cowboy. I didn't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> uh, I like defense. So Ray Lewis, Ed Reed. It was, you know they was the guys balling out at the time, going crazy. So you know Deion Sanders had his
0: little splash over there too. So sure, Ravens all day, man. That's an iconic defense, man. Yeah. When those when those purple jerseys and they lined up on the other side of the ball, it's just fear. Yeah, just it was. It was. That was the epitome of what football you know used to be
5: about before some of these rule changes and stuff. But yeah, uh, sure, yeah. Uh, I kind of feel differently a little bit about my team now. We're offensively driven. I feel like in the front offices now, but uh, still, still a Ravens fan for it's, now. It's
0: it's weird to see, right? Like you got—I mean, it seems like the whole franchise. Like there's a few defensive teams. You know, you got your your Steelers, you got mm-hmm. your Ravens, you got a few other guys that can compare. But now the Ravens are like offense first. It's weird seeing.
5: Yeah, it's 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 scary kind of seeing just because. We losing games on defense. Right. right. <laughs> like if you saw what happened with the, the Dolphins last weekend, uh well, a couple weekends ago. Yeah. Um, I got my heart broken maybe two years ago. The Bengals beat us in the last play of the game and put us out of the playoffs. So right. I mean, I don't know. I, I can always hang my hat on defense. We can go get us a uh Jamal Lewis and just run the ball down people's throats and hang it up to the defense. I just I love Lamar Jackson though. He was definitely my favorite uh college quarterback at the time when we drafted him. Oh man. I just didn't think we were using right. Kinda not, so I just wish we'd go back to doing what we do best with defense.
0: Yeah, you would think that, you know, if you got a run-first offense and you got, like, a big-time playmaker like Lamar, you want a defense, too. If you're going to eat the clock on offense, you want to be able to make some stops. Exactly. That's, that's. I
5: think it, it, it's the pros and the cons with those big-time offensive guys, though, because they come with those dollar tags like none other, like quarterbacks. That's where they're at right now with it in the negotiations. You don't really hear that so much about defensive guys. We don't hold that sure. much weight. So it, 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 it shakes up the organization quite a bit, especially when you got the Browns changing the market value with quarterbacks, what they did with Deshaun yeah. Watson. So it's just yeah. it's a lot of different contingencies with that offense. It's a lot of politics in football, and especially on the
0: offensive side. Man, I, I know you're a defensive first guy, but isn't it? just so much fun watching lamar jackson every sunday it's fake it's, it's video game like yeah
5: but, i mean yes it's definitely fun it's it's frustrating to watch them still lose but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when, when when they do lose but it's not it's definitely it's definitely exciting it's, it, it seems to me that like
0: that that two a game was a fluke like that game was it was over yeah, the I g- mean the game was over and then out
5: are- of nowhere 300 yards plus of offense, it's clips of guys on the sideline complimenting Tyreek Hill like the game was over, like, he's so fast, he's yeah. running like, go play, go take a couple <laughs> of those guys out, but, I mean, at the same time, we definitely had a lot of injuries in our secondary, we're still dealing with those injuries, so, I mean, that's that's
0: just football, you know, so, especially when you don't spend your money. <laughs> All right, we're we're going to get some pickums uh, throughout the hour, but right now, a little uh, Duke City Gladiators, man. Um, Letdown isn't the right word, but it seems like you guys didn't fulfill your goals last year. No, had a loaded team, a couple really close losses, what three one point losses? Yeah. Like, yeah. what a freak year, man!
5: Um, we were the best sub five hundred team I've ever been a part of in my <laughs> yeah. life. Um, we scratched and clawed every game that we were in. Um, we, we were definitely on the negative side or the losing side of more than we wanted to be. Um, but no, we uh we definitely got a we got to definitely uh, get our mindset ready for next year. we got a lot of guys returning, a lot of guys ready to go right some of those wrongs. Um, just going along with that, those one-point games, you know, those come down to one single plays. And, you know, dealing with a, the rookies that we have to deal with in this league because transitioning to a new league, we have a vet rule, sure. seven vets on each team. So getting a lot of those one years back with the knowledge and the stuff that happens from last year, um, I, I don't anticipate that being the case whatsoever next year. So, it was good getting those those learning curves out of the way and taking those lumps and bruises and bringing some of those guys back and just, you know, add on to that for next year.
0: Unfortunately, that's kind of the way it goes in the IFL. If you don't build a multi-score lead, sometimes it's literally just who's got the ball
5: last. That's it. I mean, uh, special teams and who has the ball last. I mean, we lost some games crazily. Like, we took the lead with literally two seconds left and went to kick a field goal and then get it blocked and they returned it for two points and yeah. then win by a point. Like, this. It's a very crazy league. We won games the same way being down nine points with two minutes left in the game and scoring 18 points in those two minutes. Like, it, it's, it's a crazy game, and it's definitely an exciting game. It's, it's worth it for the fans for sure. But like you said, game management is definitely key in this game, and
0: who has the ball last when it's one possession game is definitely who normally wins. Yeah. Speaking of fans, like the Gladiators have such a passionate fan base and you guys do so much for the community we you know we help you guys out whenever we can we're we're out at anything that you guys do and vice versa right. you know there's always a representative from the gladiators if we're at a charity event blah 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 we're doing anything you guys are there where where does this passion for the community come from with the gladiators i mean when you're
5: when you have hopes and wishes to go to the nfl and to the cfl i mean you kind of got to humble yourself to get into this uh, arena game. And I I think just that humility from understanding that we didn't make the ultimate goal of NFL, CFL, but we still get to be considered professional athletes in a professional environment, being treated as such. I mean, we just like to show that that same professionalism back to the community that that calls us pros, you know, and just they are our family. We are only pros to people here in Albuquerque, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't go to Houston and be like, yeah, I'm a gladiator, and they just – it rings bell, so you have to you have to show love to the people that love you. So that's that's literally where that comes from. Yeah, and, and, and Gina, the owner, of course, she born and raised in Albuquerque, she's she's gonna make sure the people that's are is gonna care for her community. So
0: Yeah, Gina's Gina's the best. We're we're big Gina fam over here. Anything she puts her hands on, we love to support. Uh, so you guys like just not supporting community, doing charity fundraisers, et cetera, et cetera, you know, out donating your time and effort, like you After the game, you go and hang out with the fans. It's not like you just run (laughs) off the field and say, forget you guys. I mean, you guys are hanging out at the tailgate before the game. Like, after the game, you're greeting fans, taking pictures, signing autographs. Like, it's such a cool experience for Albuquerque.
5: It's Albuquerque is literally our home. A lot of these guys, they work in the community, they teach, they are some police officers, as our coach Sherman is. um, They they create these relationships, and they are real relationships. They're not a fan player relationships it's more of a family relationship some of these guys train nate trains a lot of guys we have some of our linemen that trained a lot of the kids in the community and you you see them on saturday and friday getting trained they go to their games and support them in high schools and middle schools and they come out to our games and of course supports the same so it's it's not a it's not oh it's nate or oh it's a you know it's coach griggs it's a hey how you doing man
0: hug take a picture like we do every weekend so it's a it's a very good relationship in the community nice I, i love it so much so what's, what's the goal of the Gladiators now in the off-season? I mean, you guys, the season's over. You had a little bit of break. What What is it like right now for you guys in the off-season? Uh, well, for myself personally, it's, it's, it's a lot. Um,
5: I mean, we, we're we recruiting. We're, we're trying to, you know, fill those spots of those voice that we feel like we need to be stronger on from last year. Um, and then on the other side of things, um, you know, we're still selling football. You know, we still want sponsors. We still want people to come to the games. We're still trying to make it the best event that we can possibly make it each year. So, getting out to those to those sponsors and to some of these restaurants and the banks and the hospitals and everybody that we can let know about the Gladiators is just doing everything we can. And like I said, I'll, the recruiting side, we have a camp here on October 29th and the 30th. We're going to Kansas City October 15th. We're going to Houston a couple of days after that. So, I mean, just oh, yeah, just just trying to keep it all together and p- keep everything aligned. And just when the ball gets to rolling, it's, you can't wait on the season. You can't not have your pieces in order. So, just making sure we hit those specific deadlines and making sure everything's in place as far as medical uh, contracts and everything. So that's that's the most important thing right now uh, in the off season.
0: Hey, you you guys got some amazing facilities. Like the Rio Rancho Event Center is absolutely top shelf. Uh, shout out to a friend of the show, a Matt Bollinger, yes, out there. Definitely. He does an amazing job. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the facility and like the the aura of the games?
5: I mean. Shout out to the whole staff over there. I mean, it, it, from the time you walk into that building, the first person who opens the door for you. I mean, it's family. Like I said, they they take care of you. They make sure you got everything. They make sure our guys are taken care of. The Jumbo Trons always looking nice. They always got the field laid out nice and fresh for us. I mean, the food is great. The tailgate area, the football, the field outside of the area where we don't even tailgate. We I've seen concerts and stuff down there. It's, it's a nice facility. It's one of the better facilities. It's actually like a twin sister facility of one of the facilities. Really? So if you walk in it's like our guys are like where are we So it's kind of so it's kind of crazy
0: Okay, I think we had a little speed bump, tech diff, but looks like we're back here. Thanks for joining us again, friends of the show. So we got open tryouts here October 29th. That's at the event center? At the Rio Rancho Event Center, at the Rio October and
5: 29th and 30th.
0: Is, is this is just all comers? So anybody that has ever told
5: me after a game, hey, coach, I still got uh,
0: it.
5: What do I got to do? You know, anybody that's wondering if you can play all the guys, ex-Lobos, Highlands, uh, Eastern New Mexico, all the guys that's looking for a little bit more closure on their career, want to keep going, or any local guys that, you know, just had that talent or at any other schools, you know, um, this is your time to see if it's really going to pan out and see if you can really do it uh, October 29th and 30th at the Rio Retro Event Center.
0: Well, I know every year that goes by, the better I get historically. (laughs) You know, every year past high school is one more stat you can add to your career.
5: (laughs) (laughs) So by the time you're 50, you probably had two state championships.
0: All right, right, ex-ballers out there, listen to us right now. Suit back up. Go out to the Rio Rancho Events Center. Try out for the Gladiators on October 29th. Uh, is there any like anything specific you're looking for? It's like, hey, man, we got a hole and D-back, or we need an O-lineman, or just any taking anybody.
5: I mean, I'm not saying that we don't have an already very talented team, but none of our guys are in the NFL. If you, you're good at any position and good enough to be a legit athlete that got NFL chances, you can make our team at any position. I mean, that, that's that's what this is for. <laughs> But most, I mean, linemen, of course, it's linemen. everybody loves linemen. That's what starts the game. So, I mean, sure. any beast lineman out there that is just sitting around not playing definitely come out and <laughs> you might not even need to try out if you pass the eye test. But, uh, yeah, uh, anybody, honestly. I, I, I love the uh, tryouts To look forward to just seeing the talent of the local talent of Albuquerque.
0: Where did owner-operator of Hollow Spirits, <laughs> one Frank Holloway, go? Uh, he's been doing a lot of CrossFit. We need to get him out there on October 29th. I, I, I felt
5: it in handshake. I was
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to be we're going to do some NFL talk when we get back. Uh, sitting around with Duke City Gladiators coach Griggs, having a lot of fun with it out here at Hollow Spirits. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, sports Animal. The boys are powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee, and we play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we end our days right here at Hollow Spirits with a cocktail and a wonderful meal prepared by Chef LP. Mondays with the boys at Howie Sports Page as we watch Monday Night Football and hang out, and uh, the weekends, well, buddy, let me tell you, That's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Back with Duke City Gladiators coach Fred Griggs here. We talk some football. We're going to do some pick-em rundowns. Uh, We'll start uh, Sunday morning. Early in London. Early in London. (laughs) 7.30 a.m. Mountain game. I guess the Saints are technically at home, but they're in London. Vikings versus Saints. Look, for me, flip a coin. Which Kirk Cousins are you going to get? (laughs)
5: <laughs> uh, this is just the worst. Uh, this, if you ask me, this is one of the harder weeks to pick. It's a lot of flip a coin weeks, but okay. uh, games this week. But uh, uh it's hard for me to bet on Kirk Cousins at this point right now. Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to bet on Jamie's Winston too. Um, he's tied yeah. for leading the league in picks. So if I had to, if I had to bet some
0: money on him, I, I, I got to go with Kirk Cousins. It's as bad as it hurts to say. <laughs> I you know, I do too, man. Um, they look like a completely different team week one versus the Packers. Yes. Yeah. And then they got like back-to-back chokes. They barely scraped by, but I think the Vikings are a more talented roster. But Jameis Winston has those games. Like every three, four, or five games, here comes famous Jameis. Yep. Like five touchdowns and 400 yards. Could this be his game in London? I don't know. Like like you just said, like if you're a betting man, and like this is one. If I'm if I'm betting money, I'm staying away from this one. I, I'm not. I'm not betting this one. I don't care what the spread is, but. For me, I got the Vikings. I picked the Vikings in the pick'em league. You're so you're gotta, gonna lean Vikings too. I have to. Okay, just because Jamie's right now he's at the top of the picks, and I feel like he got to make
5: it. He's tied at the top with like three people for picks. Yeah, like uh, five. He got to make it to number one by itself. So
0: <laughs> it might be this week. <laughs> so I see, saying. man. I don't get Jameis because. Apparently a few seasons ago he was blind.
6: Mhm. And then see. he gets then he gets LASIK, LASIK and, and
0: nothing changes. <laughs> I like I th- I thought now that he has like twenty twenty vision he'd be dropping bombs all over everything. I mean, his ratio is never bad. It's like one and one
4: almost every time. <laughs> I mean,
5: it's not the best ratio, but, I mean, you get a lot of touchdowns with him. But uh, it's the you, turnovers that I, I'm i scared of. I know the Vikings are going to play through Dalvin Cook. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. they're going to keep the ball away half the time anyway. Dalvin's going to – I mean, Jameis is going to mess up one of those opportunities, and it's going to be – Leaning towards the Vikings to win just off of the clock.
0: Hey, <laughs> look, th- there's no LASIK for Jameis Winston's decision-making no. when he's going through uh, his reads. He
5: want to throw the ball, man.
0: <laughs> this, uh, in another coin flip in my eyes, uh, Seahawks travel to Detroit. Oh. Detroit has, like, some flashes – of a really I good team, I see a lot in Detroit's
5: future. They've had some tough games. I see Duke City in Detroit's first couple games. It's been some heartbreakers, but yeah, I, I, I do think that team will kind of get over the hump this weekend and dominate
0: one game the whole way through. I think this is the week. I think they'll be actually beat Seattle. Yeah, I mean Seattle. I think. Seattle's Week One versus Denver—that was their Super Bowl. That was they. Yeah, that's
5: exactly what I felt like. I, I always tell you this in the NCAA
0: tournament, the team that you see jumping up and down,
5: like the championship was that game. They yes. lose the
0: next week every week. Oh, like every single week. You're so spot on. So, so that was
5: that was definitely their, their climax right there. Gino made his little. Uh, they wrote me off. I did right back. He got to say yes. that. He's been waiting to say that for five <laughs> years. So I know, right? He got that out. He's. It's all back to normal now. In Seattle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, you know, you know, Gino's practicing that in the mirror before every game, just hoping that he's get the chance to say it. That was definitely practicing rehearsed. I, sure. I don't, I don't know which Seahawks team is going to show up, but I think the Lions are pretty easy favorites at home. So, give me the Lions in that one. Uh, the Jets and. Uh, waka Waka Flacco, Waka Waka, waka <laughs> flan- Flames <laughs> <laughs> The Jets are going into Pittsburgh To face the Mitch Trubisky The Steelers. most average quarterback In the history of the NFL And his Steelers uh, I got a fun stat for you I don't know if you heard this last week Since the Steelers drafted TJ Watt mm-hmm. Games that he doesn't play The Steelers are 0-6 Wow. Games that he doesn't Play the whole game that he has to leave and come back, or doesn't finish the game, they're 0 and 1. So since they drafted TJ Watt, play the
5: entire game.
0: If TJ Watt doesn't play the entire game, they the Steelers lose. have lost every single game. Is he active this week? Nope, he's out still. Well, then I'm going with the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, drop, I drop one stat on you, and you're, <laughs> immediately, you're, you're, you're immediately in
5: is it was the opportunity cost? I, I started to start with us. I mean, they got to hurt Najee Harris and then Trubisky. Yeah, right. You got Trubisky and Claypool connection to lean on. Like, yeah. I I don't know what I don't have a lot to lean forward on with the Jets either. But I uh, just
0: know TJ Watt. You just said it. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're, they literally have never won a game without TJ Watt, and I am gonna say this week is the first one that they do? That they win without TJ Watt because I don't trust the Jets. I know they pulled off that miracle against the Browns. Yeah, it was beautiful. That was, it was, that was nice. so much it fun.
5: Was, I feel like they come out
0: to do the something. The Jets—they were ninety-nine point nine no percent dogs. To win that game. <laughs> no chance, and they rip off one. But I got—I got the Steelers. Give me the Steelers, uh, loyal listener, friend of the show. You know I've been a Mitch Trubisky apologist forever. He's not going to win you games, but he's not going to lose you games either. If they keep feeding Najee and they play some decent defense, it should be an easy win for the Steelers in my book.
5: I just pray make Strabisky do a lot better because of the way he killed Florida State when he was at North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Florida State fan, and I remember that like it was yeah. yesterday. So
0: I'm kind of disappointed in his NFL predictivity after that. Well, I mean, he had the misfortune of being drafted by, by the Bears. Bears. Yeah. Yeah. tough. But. Speaking of the Bears, Justin Fields travels to New York to face the Giants. Oh, no. I am a big Justin Fields apologist. Mm. He's got the legs. He's got a cannon. Uh, he seems like a smart guy. But, again, it's the Bears curse. The Bears have never had a quarterback. They won a Super Bowl without a friggin' yeah, quarterback. Not, yeah. yeah, I don't I- – yeah, I never even thought about that honestly. I mean, I,
5: I, I was a kind of a slight. Uh, what's the boy from uh, Vanderbilt? What's his name? Him and Color. Color. Yeah. Was, I was kind of cool. He we had, had, some he had some moments. He had some like, moments. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say never because Jay was all right, but uh, I don't I don't think the Bears. I don't think Justin Fields is the guy like to to bring the franchise to where it wants to go. I know they they invested in him like that, but uh, uh I don't even know their philosophy, like, offensively. Right. They're, they're a defensive team, too. Sure. And, I mean, they, 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 they had seasons where they lived through the running back. They had previous seasons where they had lived through, you know, Allen Robinson and some of those guys that received in previous years. So it's just, I, I, honestly, it's too hard to call the Bears because I don't think the Bears know how to call themselves.
0: I, I mean, I feel he just doesn't have any help. Like, he doesn't have an offensive line. He doesn't have any number one weapons. What's the comet? Like, the tight end? I think that's like they comet? Like, <laughs> I think that's their best like offensive yeah, weapon. And they ever. don't even they don't even use them. Yeah. And they don't even use them. Uh what uh, what was that, Mikey? They got Montgomery. got Montgomery. Oh I mean they got Montgomery and they got Herbert, but the thing, I mean, the, if thing if feels, it, the thing with
1: Steele, the thing with Fields is that he he ta- he doesn't stay in the pocket long enough. I think that hurts him. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. if if you can't throw the ball downfield and you don't have any wide receiver weapons, you could just stack eight people in the box and you could control that running game. But with that being said, I'm picking the Bears <laughs> 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 for, just because they're playing the Giants. And I mean, I to me, this is another coin flip this week. I don't see the Giants as being a very strong team. I'm happy Saquon's back, you know, for Giants fans, at least he's fun to watch, but I mean, I got the Bears this week. I think Justin Fields scrambles around, makes a couple big plays. Uh it's gonna be super close. I mean, this is not one that I'm willing to bet on, but give I, me the Bears in a close one. I probably would definitely take the Giants.
5: I watched the, the Giants. Giants offensive line play pretty great against the Cowboys who yeah. have a pretty good defensive line. Michael yeah. Parsons is a freak. They 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 played a great game versus those guys, even though, you know, they didn't dominate, they didn't get killed and Believe it or not, the Cowboys' front, front, defensive front will wreak havoc a lot this year. Um, I hate the Cowboys. and I don't even like saying that.
0: Next, I, <laughs> hey, I don't know if you've heard me the past two weeks absolutely gushing over <laughs> Cooper Rush. The only quarterback in the NFL
5: that has started a game and played in a game without an interception. He He's the only one.
0: Undefeated. He's the only one without a pick. He's never lost. And uh, I got another fun fact for you. Not as cool as the T.J. Watt fact, but you know. No ginger quarterback has ever won a Super Bowl. So now I am a ginger Cooper Rush quarterback fan. So I am rooting for him to start a quarterback controversy, win the job, and lead the Cowboys to a Super Bowl. Even though, under most circumstances, I can't stand the Cowboys.
5: Well, I just know Andy Dalton had that same chance
0: as a ginger. Yeah, he did too. Uh, Carson Wentz is kind of gingery, but... Yeah, here we go. Uh, next on the <laughs> slate, Tennessee Titans travel to Indianapolis to face the Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who the Colts are. Like, I predicted them uh, to win their division. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're a way better team than they're shown. I'm picking the Colts this yes. week just because I think they're a bounce back. I don't think, even though the Titans were the number one seed last year, right. I don't think they're as good as they were last year. So I got the Colts bouncing back at home. Against the Titans, who do you got?
5: I definitely got the Colts. Uh, just from a more understood offensive standpoint, they know they run the ball. They yeah. they, they they got Matt Ryan, good whoop to do. Matt, you're going to throw the ball after we run the ball. Um, they yeah. they understand that the Titans was a team like that, very similar last year. They were very productive on the play action, and then you know we had all the trades. I feel like the Titans kind of got lost in their own translation, and they don't know. If they want to run the ball first, if they want to show that they can throw the ball, try to show value in Tennant Hill, like they got a good backup quarterback, it's a lot of stuff dictating some of those play calls that's not the same at all from last year. And even if it was the same from last year, people are hip to play action. Derrick Henry, you got one receiver. Now, one receiver ain't yeah. the same from last year yeah. at all. So you lost you lost a lot of key pieces. And the Colts, honestly, they just got better in those same spots. You know I mean? Yes. I'm not taking a shot at uh, Wentz, but – uh.
0: Yeah, I like Matt Ryan over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's a it's a give give me the ghost of Matt Ryan yes. over Carson Wentz yes. any day. Of you know what week. I'm saying? So, Ginger and, or not, John Taylor is it's a good it's a good thing going on. over Hey, here. we'll do one more before we go to the break because this is going to be a quick one. <laughs> Chargers go to the Houston to face the Texans. Yeah, the, the Chargers, Chargers got disrespected last week. They're going to be hungry this week. They're going to blow out the Texans. Yeah, if the Chargers lose
5: this, and somebody should lose their job. So yes, that's that's yes. all I was going to say about
0: that one. <laughs> Duke City Gladiators coach Fred Griggs joins us. We'll be doing some more pick'em when we get back from the commercial break. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. This- Welcome back, Albuquerque. Hell of a program so far. Having a lot of fun over here at Hollow Spirits. Come check it out. Come get your happy hour Friday cocktail at Hollow Spirits. I'll tell you what, they do it just about as good as anywhere in the universe. You're listening to Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coal Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we end our days right here at Hollow Spirits. Mondays, that's for the boys at Howie Sports Page watching some Monday night football. And then the weekends, that's for... Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Still by Duke City Gladiators coach Fred Griggs here. We're talking some football. We're going to wrap up our pick 'em in this segment. And then the next hour, we're joined by the voice of New Mexico United, Tyler Ortega, because we're going to be hosting the New Mexico United watch party here at Hollow Spirits once the program is over. Come check it out. We're going to have a lot of fun over here. Okay. Jacoby Brissett. Versus Marcus Mariota. Are these two people that you would think has a job in 2022? Definitely not two starting quarterbacks. Maybe (laughs) definitely have a job.
5: You know, they are both legendary backup. They are legendary QB2s. They have been around as QB2s and used as QB2s in the (laughs) season for a long time. But as two starters are going against each other, never, I don't think nobody could have called that. Um, I watched Jacoby Brissett throw probably the worst throw he could have chosen to throw <laughs> <laughs> in the world last week. Um, it was just bad. Uh, I, I mean, he, of course, it had to be an accident. I mean, he threw it right to the DV as the receiver was breaking in. But uh, I, I want to pick the Browns this week. I honestly really want to pick the Browns. I like Mariota, but I seen i seen him dropping the ball out of his hand like it, it was an yes, arena game. Like yeah. I've literally only seen that in arena games. Like, <laughs> like what? You, and he's the same quarterback that threw the ball to a cell phone accident before. Yes. It's just like, Mariota, you need some gloves or some yeah, some yeah. chalk. Or some, get
0: some of that sweaty stuff off your he, hands. Cause. He's going to have the weirdest highlight reel of all time when he's done. this. Yes. I, I, I picked the Falcons this week just because they're at home. It was probably a foolish pick. You know, the Browns, even, even with Jacoby Brissett, they got may- way more weapons. Their defense yeah. is better. They could run it down your throat with Nick Chubb. But I just like Atlanta at home. Uh, they've been Teams have been stifling pits. Like, he's due for a breakout game. And I think this is the one at home in the dome. I picked the Falcons. Um, by the way, friend of the show, loyal listener, if you're using these picks and going to <laughs> casino and gamble – do not do not choose my Falcons this week. I'm picking them. I'm going against all logic and reason and picking them in a just because I'm feeling a okay. game. Okay? Yeah. This is not don't trust me if you're a better you wouldn't right You not take
5: here. that to the bank. I got
0: you. <laughs> all right. My favorite team in the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys and Cooper Rush, are going to be at home. They're going to take on the Washington Commanders or as fred likes to say the washington guardians (laughs) i gotta pick cooper rush he's undefeated he's a ginger i'm gonna beat this storyline into the ground ginger quarterback has never won the super bowl i'm rooting for this guy uh to me again this is a close to 50 50 game i think the cowboys have better personnel give me the cowboys at home who you got coach i definitely think the cowboys should win this
5: game no question um more so just because of I like what I've been saying out of Pollard and Zeke. Uh oh yeah. Pollard's been really killing it. I always yeah. like Pollard over Ezekiel Elliott. That's my one of my yeah. hot takes. I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel like that. Yeah. Um but I also know like Carson Wentz he always does certain stuff to make himself relevant versus certain teams. Sure. And you guys are like one of those teams yeah. d- to just make him relevant just for a couple more weeks in the season, <laughs> like and they just they, they 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 kinda just get one. The same reason kinda why you picked the Falcons, I feel like Washington might just kinda get this one this week. I, I I don't believe in nothing except for Gibson on the offense and right. The
0: defense is kinda crazy. I do like their defense. Hey, how about that Brian Robinson story? It looks like he's two weeks from coming back. <laughs> he got robbed and, and shot, shot. Yeah, and less than right a month ago. And he's five weeks later, he's about to play football in another week or two. No,
5: no, he's coming back. I know that I, was on, I had both of those guys on my fantasy. So I had one <laughs> starting, and, and then it was like Gibson's going to be down this year. Then he got shot. And Gibson went right back up, and I'm just like, ah, uh, do I cut him off my team? I'm seeing that he might come back. Is How good is he coming back from a gunshot? <laughs> That's nuts to me. <laughs> it, it's a great story, though, for him to make that comeback.
0: It's remarkable. I know I would definitely need more time than that. Okay, from my favorite team and my favorite quarterback, we're going to go to my other favorite team and my favorite quarterback. The Jacksonville Jaguars and sunshine Trevor Lawrence go into Philadelphia to beat one of the best teams in the NFL this year. I've been a Jacksonville guy for the past couple years. Uh, I believe in Trevor Lawrence. I think he's got the skill set to do literally anything on a football field. Uh, I think they surrounded him with some better weapons. They got a better offensive line. I think they're going to do some damage this year. I think they're going to make some noise this year, but not this week. Mm. Philly doesn't lose at home when they're supposed to. So give me Philly. Uh, They keep the streak going. Uh, Who you got, Coach? Uh,
5: I like that pick. I like Philadelphia. They've been looking super dominant. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, that's my little brother's favorite team. Jacksonville Jaguars, that's my sister's favorite team. So I got a lot of insight from the family about this game. It's been a lot of back and forth uh taunting but uh i just i just don't think they got enough defense over there at jacksonville to stop that high-powered offense hey jacksonville
0: made the chargers look foolish last week i don't know if they can do it again smart money is on the eagles but the jaguars and trevor lawrence are a team on the rise definitely okay now to your squad playing at home playing against what i think top to bottom is the best team in the nfl and if you cross the names off of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, I think this is the best quarterback in the NFL, Josh Allen. Uh, I'm a big Lamar homer. I think he's great. I think the Ravens will be in the playoffs. They're going to do some damage this year. But Bills got to bounce back from last week, we they're going to be hungry. We losing. Uh, I don't want to say it like that. It's, hate, it's hard, right? It's hard to say that. We got
5: so many injuries on our back end. Uh, we run, we run so much cover, like man coverage, cover one, because they're not, right. I guess, experienced enough to run these right. zones that they like to run. We don't blitz enough, to my liking. I've, I, I mean, I watched Tua sit comfortably. I watched. Uh, Boy, what's this guy? Uh, Matt Matt Jones from the Patriots last week. I right. watched him have a little bit too much time in the pocket. We definitely cannot afford to give that to Josh Allen with the DBs that we got, with Man. the weapons that he got. Only thing that I think we can we
0: can look forward to is a couple of Lamar Jackson highlights and just pray for his health the whole game. Yeah, I mean, and the Ravens are a couple big plays away from an upset to me. Do the Bills and the Bills defense? They're injured. Oh, they're not. hobbling. You know, they're they're put together with with duct tape right now. But yeah. I just don't think the Ravens have enough for this one. Although I do like the Ravens season long. Give me the Bills in this one, even though they're on the road. Uh, two teams that are disappointing me so far this year: Cardinals and Panthers. I thought the Panthers would be slightly above average. Got to upgrade at quarterback. Christian McCaffrey's healthy. Kyler Murray, like he's a human highlight reel but it seems like he's not making his reads.
5: I don't know what's going on with Colin Murray. I drafted him in too many fantasy leagues <laughs> for Colin Murray to be doing. He need to grab the playbook like they said. I don't know. I'll tell you,
0: hey, uh, can you hang out for like five minutes after the break and we'll wrap up this yes, pick-em? Uh, all next hour, we got Voice of the United, Tyler Ortega, sitting in with us, and then Tyler Ortega is going to co-host the New Mexico United watch party tonight here at Hollow Spirits. going to have a lot of fun with it. Uh, Two hours in the books, one more to go, having a lot of fun with it. If you're watching on Comcast 26, let me wave goodbye to you. But if you're listening on the radio or the Internet, you got another hour of Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. With Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Two hours in the books, Albuquerque having a lot of fun with it. If you are a 6 o'clock guy, congratulations. You made it through another week. The boys are here for you, and boy, are we proud of you. you're listening to Two Men On, we're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coal Banker Legacy mobile studio from Hollow Spirits. We're powered by New Mexico Pinyon Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. We end our days right here at Hollow Spirits. Mondays, that's at Howie's watching some Monday Night Football with the boys, and the weekends are for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's vodka. Still joining us, we're going to finish off the pick'em real quick, Duke City Gladiators coach Fred Griggs. We're having so much fun, we lasted over an extra segment. (laughs) We got, uh, speaking of the on-deck circle, we got New Mexico United's Tyler Ortega over here in the on-deck circle just, just biting his fingernails, sitting on the edge of his chair, ready to steal this headset from coach griggs but we're gonna wrap up the pick them real quick so the broncos are going to las vegas the raiders are not who i thought they were and but neither are the broncos what happened to russ
5: i i don't know what's going on with Russell Wilson. <laughs> i was fooled i drafted him first in our fantasy league as you know yeah he got me with the less ride and i don't know where we're going I'm gonna be honest. I don't know where we're going. Yeah. I think this is the week the Raiders turn it around. I don't. I don't see success right now for Russell Wilson. The- Jerry Judy does good every whatever you feel like, and it it's three times a game.
0: Right. And I. I just don't know what's going. On. I just assumed Russ would just walk into the locker room and mold that. Take team. advantage of that culture. <laughs> use those weapons and win some football games. But I don't know. He's gonna turn into Russell Wilson sometime soon. The Broncos are going to start playing better sometime soon. But I don't think it's this week. I think the Raiders right the ship yep. at home. And if they don't, it's over. heads are going to roll. Yeah, it's over it, your, season, your season's done. It's basically done at 0-3. But 0-4, that's it. Nobody that needs is money. it. You're yeah. not coming back. <laughs> not, not in this NFL. You're not coming no. back. No. Not in the this AFC. Is a, to me, this is a trap game for the Packers. The Packers host the Patriots at home. Sunday afternoon. I think it should be an easy win for the Packers. I think they're they're better in every department of football against the Patriots. But they got Belichick. He's going to find some creative way to cause havoc. I don't think it even has to be as creative as we think. Um, The Packers,
5: they've had their success just by kind of realizing who they are and just managing the game, making smarter throws, trying not to be Packers of old. Um, But the Patriots are like the... They are the Belichicks. They are the game right. managers. That's all Matt Jones has done since he's gotten in the league, is throw the ball to his tight ends and give the ball to his running back. Um, sure. So I don't think the the margin of error is that good. Like, why for the Packers? And I've seen a lot of turnovers from the Packers these last right. couple of weeks. A lot. So I think, the like you said, it's a trap game. I think the Patriots might edge this one by, like,
0: a possession or two. I mean, it, it looks like a trap game to me. The Packers play well at home. They're going to play good defense. They're going to run out the clock. A uh, couple good throws from Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's going to take turnovers. That's why last week was in danger for the Packers because of turnovers. The Patriots can force something, then they got a shot. Otherwise, I think this is a relatively easy win for the Packers, but you never know with Belichick. He could cook up something crazy. He <laughs> could get into people's heads so easy, you just never know. But give me the pack. And what's probably, I mean, two great games, Sunday night and Monday night, chiefs visit the buccaneers the buccaneers offense has been pretty poor so far but they're hanging in the games they're winning it when they need to uh chiefs need a bounce back here can patrick mahomes go into tampa and defeat tom brady i
5: definitely think that's what he's going to do um coming off a game losing pick like you do um, yeah i know he he wants to ride his ship i don't know if Tom Brady has a lot of stuff going on in his life, but his <laughs> he does his his passing <laughs> volume has went down tremendously, right. and he's not the team is not playing the same game as they were last year. Like it's not even the same pace of game, and I just I don't see them outpacing the Chiefs. If they don't turn it around, maybe they were waiting just for this game to let the league know, hey, we, yeah. we had the
0: Chiefs. We're still here. Here we go. But Remember, <laughs> I, I've been waiting on Tom to be Tom. I do feel like before the season he will be Tom. But once, w- once he's got a healthy offensive line and a healthy receiving core, maybe I think they're probably going to open up a little bit. Maybe
5: they just call Gronk back. That's that's that's, that's yes. a big piece to lose. That's you, that's, you that's, know.
0: that's that's a big mismatch that's created every week that changes the whole defense and that's not there anymore so you you know tom brady is sending gronk like midnight booty texts like baby come back like i miss you hey what you doing i'm nothing nothing without you please baby come back yeah you definitely got some missed calls yeah i i got the i got the chiefs beating the bucks but it's just so hard to bet against tom brady and it's so hard to bet against tom brady at home yeah no it's
5: it's not an easy bet i'm just i'm just looking at that play calling and that offense they've Leonard Fournette probably got more carries in these first three games than he had half a season last year.
0: It's been Leonard Fournette train. I'm worried for Tom Brady, not because of his offensive line, not because of his uh, depleted wide receiver core. I'm worried for Tom Brady because of his face. (laughs) What is going on? Hey, did he get liposuction? Like,
5: I think a little midlife crisis set in when he retired, yes. and then he just tried to reverse the whole crisis. Like, I don't he, understand. He retired, he did the face thing, he was like, you know what, this song will look right. I'm going back to playing. I can't be out <laughs> in public this much.
0: Yeah. I can at least put a helmet on for half the season, and they don't see it anymore. It's it just walking around out here making that Zoolander face 24 hours a day. I can't <laughs> handle it. All right, one more, Coach, before we let you go. Uh, we have The L.A. Rams go into San Francisco to play the Niners. Mm. Niners are really good top to bottom. The Rams are obviously Super Bowl champs. The Rams look a little rusty. They, they're good. not firing on all cylinders yet. Is this the game they get it together and uh, defeat a division rival?
5: We're in week four, so uh, it takes about a month to, to right. work a Super Bowl No off. one
0: plays in pros- the preseason anymore. Nobody plays in the
5: preseason. Yeah. And then you gotta realize their offseason probably consisted of half of the Super Bowl party. Sure. Sure. Baby making the Super Bowl party. You yeah. just did the ultimate goal. So I mean, I, I would assume that this is the time that they they kind of get back in the season mode, realizing, you know, first quarter of the season's over with, let's kind of strap it on and get a little bit more serious, especially versus a a, yep. a notable opponent in the same conference as the 49ers. And for, on the 49ers losing Trey Lance, I like Garoppolo, I like Debo. I just don't – I like Fred Warner. I just don't think they got enough defense to stop the Rams. Uh, the Rams have a complete offense, complete defense, just a full team, kind of like the Bills. Yeah. It's kind of hard to bet against that.
0: 49ers step it up at home. But to me, I think this is – the Rams are starting to gel. They're starting to play better. Give me the Rams on the road, and that's a wrap for this week's Pick'em. So how, how hard is it for you? Can you, can you take a step back? And just watch an NFL football game as a fan? Are you always in coach mode? Ignorance. Are you always? <laughs> Ignorance is bliss.
5: I wish I didn't know half the stuff I knew about football. Because <laughs> I'll be watching somebody say something it's like, oh, that was great. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't great at all. No, no, no. <laughs> like, no, that was a fluke. I could never look. watch it as a fan again. Um, I try to, especially when I'm watching it with my wife, because if I don't, I'm, I'm almost going to argue with her with her, okay. her comments. It's like, why are they running that way? It's like. <laughs> so no, no I, I try, I try, I honestly try not to though, because I mean this, this is this is my profession. So as, yeah. as many times as I get to learn, as I can call watching football learning. So I try to make sure I keep my coaching hat on while I watch all games.
0: because you're you're a defensive minded guy, you're a defense first guy. When you watch a game, mm-hmm. are you watching the ball being snapped? Are you watching the quarterback what his first moves are? Or, or is your are your eyes on the defense first?
5: As a defensive guy, I do watch. Uh, defensive tendencies because a lot of the stuff when you get to those those levels, it's kind of like force. Not force, but it's not a lot of raw talent playing. It's a lot of very strategic coaching going on. So I kind of look at that stuff because a lot of the guys are doing a lot of unnatural things and when you're watching guys get ran by, ran over or just r- look, make look crazy, it's like, how can you do that? It's because he's following a very strategic guideline of how he's sure. supposed to have his body, right. how he's supposed to be facing, what he's supposed <laughs> to be looking at. And in the midst of that, he got did and made it look crazy. So I just kind of look at some of that, some of the handicaps that that goes into coaching and just the defensive side of the ball when I'm watching football.
0: Well, had an absolute best today, Coach G. Um, thanks for coming on the show. Yes, thanks sir. For, thanks for coming out. Like you did a whole hour with it. Talk some football, man. Really appreciate you. I'm ready for next time. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Yeah, no, let me know, man. How no. does a friend of the show contact you? How do they follow you? How do they uh, get in touch with the Gladiators? duke city gladiators that's
5: on all social media platforms uh facebook tiktok uh instagram um you can reach out to our website as well dukecitygladiators.com um you can call the web, phone number's on the website all right <laughs> uh my email's on the website as well so don't forget i, I try out I between the 9th and the 30th at the real retro event center for all my local athletes i'll be very highly anticipating your uh attendance
0: at our practice Fred Griggs, coach of your Duke City Gladiators. Thank you so much, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you. More sports and sports-adjacent content when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. Shout-out to Duke City Gladiators, Coach Fred Griggs, for joining the program. He absolutely killed it today. That guy is about as talented as you can get. Uh, Speaking of as talented as you can get, Oh my God! Back on the program, friend in real life, long-time friend of the show. Used to be Mister Everything at New Mexico United, but Mister Tyler Ortega. Somebody got a promotion recently. Congratulations! Thank you, whoop, whoop, thank you. Whoop, 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 whoop.
6: Yeah, um, yeah. New new things uh, coming around my way over at the club. My my nine to five, if you will, has has changed a little bit. Uh, I am now the Director of ticket sales for the club, so um, just overseeing everything ticketing for New Mexico United um, so uh, all the all the mean replies that the season ticket holders send back to the the generic email that goes to my inbox so um, <laughs> just a heads up there guys
0: <laughs> all right so loyal listener, friend of the show, you have any ticketing questions what is this is anything right single game season-long corporate packages birthday parties anything that's your department now
6: exactly give us a call uh over at the 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 new mexico united hq uh we've got a, a team of very talented uh account executives that will be able to to get you matched up with whatever you're needing whether that's uh you know a suite uh, we can do group discounts, um, fundraising links if you have an organization. Uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff that I, I think a lot of people don't know about Sure. Um, in terms of what we offer, you know, ticketing-wise. Um, so, yeah, give us a call. We're we're happy to help. And it's been a, a big couple weeks for
0: the United, not only what's going on on the pitch, but what's uh, occurring off the pitch as he had the, uh, the ball, the gala, couple weeks ago that was a wild success wasn't it
6: it was incredible i know i I saw you there dressed to the nines uh man that was that was a good time i will say like being there at sandia the way that the the event was put on i thought it was executed very well um obviously i might be a little bit biased in in that regard but (laughs) um the way that you know chanel and her team uh had executed and uh put thing on for the very first time i was i was very excited with it and um from what I understand, our community came out and, and they answered the call, and uh, our Somos Unidos Foundation was was able to raise uh, quite a bit of money, which was you know the the whole point of it all. So um, all in all, it was a success, and I know we're excited to do it again next year. So,
0: so from, from what I understand is you know it was to raise money for the foundation, and you guys hit the goal, and it's going to pay for the foundation for a year.
6: Right, so uh, not necessarily the foundation, but what it is is the academy. The New Mexico United Academy is what they were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, if you're unfamiliar, United have the Youth Academy, um, which has been wildly successful through their first couple of seasons. And what sets them apart is that they are fully scholarshiped every single player on there so it's not whether your parents can afford it it's if you're good enough at soccer and if you're a good enough person um and those are the the two main qualifying factors so it's really cool to see um and i think to you were there in that room um just to see the community and the the support um throughout the entire night uh it was really cool and some of the the prizes man the the auction items were were killer quite impressive Yeah.
0: yeah the auction items you guys got was impressive uh, and I really like the vibe. Whoever designed, whoever who picked the theme and designed the ball was yeah. absolutely phenomenal. Like, as a person who's uh, imbibed in some jazz cabbage, <laughs> you know, it, it seems like that kind of creativity was uh, a little drug-laden, but I'm not going to point any fingers, my
1: friend.
0: <laughs> so, can you, can you talk a little bit about what the Academy does like, how do you get in the academy? How does the academy support these young student-athletes?
6: Yeah, so uh, the the New Mexico United Youth Academy, so just to give you, like, a basic rundown of it, it's uh, 15 to 19, um, and y- there's no, you know, y- there's no qualifiers to get into it we have a a network of scouts throughout the the state of new mexico um i know uh lucian starzynski was was one of them here on our side that was kind of overseeing all that and doing a lot of the scouting for the united academy and uh when we say it's it's new mexico's academy we mean that we've got kids from around the state on this academy it's not just here in albuquerque um although this is where they're based so uh you know they they do not play on their um High school teams. This is where they play. This is um, they get instruction from the New Mexico United coaching staff. There's players out there uh, providing instruction. They even get to train with the first team every now and then. So imagine being, you know, a 15 year old kid, a sophomore in high school. Bonkers. And you're like, I got to yeah. go to. Sorry guys, I got to leave class. I got to go to practice right now, and I'm gonna go be matching up with Devin Sandoval for right. the next uh-huh. two hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so that's just the experience these kids are getting. Um, and so the, the main goal of that is to obviously provide that pathway for New Mexicans and, and to, to let them know like, hey, you, you too can belong on this stage, right? Because oftentimes New Mexicans are told they're not good enough. To, to be up there with these you know pro athletes um, but when you look at our first team there's a handful of New Mexicans on there right right it's a beautiful
0: thing it's incredible it so much it, yeah. it's
6: so incredible and, and we've already seen the progression from the academy to the first team in Christian Nava who's yeah. from the South Valley right um, Albuquerque High School uh, like you talk about the success story and, and now here he is playing as a, a professional footballer um, and it's, it's right here in his hometown so yeah. um, it's just it's truly special. Um, and like I said, it, it doesn't cost these families a few thousand dollars every year uh, for their kid to get this right. sort of supplemental training. And so
0: let's let's pivot to Christian Nava because I absolutely love this story. You know, United supports a few local guys. You know, there's these multiple New Mexicans, multiple Latinos uh, on the team, but Christian being so young and coming from here and being in the academy, like. There's some great personalities, there's some big personalities, <clears throat> basically every player on the United is someone you could really root for yeah but christian's like a special story right <laughs> yeah
6: it's incredible it's so incredible, and like you meet him and and you see you know and, and he may, he doesn't play every match uh, right. he's not a starter he's he's not banging in you know twenty goals a season, but he's on the team and, and and he's a part of it, and and that's what makes it special and if you stick around after any game at the lab and you just watch the fans flock down to the after the full-time whistle, and you see Christian Naba go around, and you see just the interactions with yes. these kids yes. and, and their eyes. They, they, they're so wide, and he's just the, the biggest star in the world to them, and, right. and that's what it's about, right? Um, so it's kind of that community first and soccer second aspect, um, but he's hilarious. Um, if, you've ever, if you ever get a chance, um, talk to him. He's a really nice kid. Um, and he's hilarious. he will make you laugh. I, you know, I love his
0: passion, and I I love like you know, just fresh out of high school. Yeah, like he is a young. Yeah, you know, and, and I love like the transition from you know the United's first signing, first goal scored, you know Devin, and passing the torch to Christian. It's mm-hmm. a really cool thing to see. Is that is that mentorship? there like do you see that every day in the trenches
6: i i mean i i think i'm a little bit different in the aspect from other front office members that i get to be at the training ground a little bit more given my broadcasting role um and i will say that you know just the the way that these guys look at christian and treat him he's kind of like a little brother to them um and i i think it's you know big for not only his development but his acclimation to this lifestyle right like you went from being a high schooler to now you're a professional athlete right and so you're looking up to these guys like nico brett that have been doing this and doing it successfully for a long time um so now you're looking up to these guys um and you know i I think united actually just put out a a video on their social media like yesterday with Christian Nava going to the, the state fair with Nico Brett and Jerome Kiesa better. <laughs> so so much. if you've got a couple minutes, check that out. I'm going to yeah, a note, couple minutes, check that out. Um, and you can see some of that. You can see some of that, you know, that, uh, brotherhood between the guys. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's big for Christian and, and you just, uh, you know, going back to an old soccer saying, you just, you love to see it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, where can, Friend of the show, loyal listener. How how do they follow New Mexico United because their social media game is very strong? Number one, but you know, yep. where does the fan? They want to see these stories. They want they want more Devin. They want more Christian. They want more you know whoever it could be. Where does a loyal listener go?
6: You can find uh, the club on every platform: uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Our TikTok is <laughs> incredible. At uh, New Mexico U-T-D, U-T U T isn't Tom D, isn't David. Um, New Mexico, all spelled out. Uh, that's where you can find us: Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. We're we're very active everywhere. Um, so yeah, go go give the guys a follow. Um, our media, our creative team is is incredible. Um, those guys are literally always working around the clock, um, and you can see in some of the stuff they post, uh, especially that TikTok account, like. I'm I'm like and I sure I'm I'm closing in on thirty, but like I don't get some of the TikTok trends, man. I'm I'm at that stage. Oh, dude, so
0: same. I'm at that stage where like
6: they post a video and it's like a fish making a noise like multiple times with the video, and I'm just like, what? But it it goes viral, like, and and I'm I'm just like always amazed that our creative team like they never miss. Um, so yeah, give them a follow. They're they're uh, a good bunch
0: more with tyler ortega when we get back
6: we're gonna pivot
0: from football to football when we get back we're gonna talk some fantasy sports we're gonna talk some nfl when we get back you're listening to two men on on 95.9 fm am 610 the sports animal getting by is welcome back to the program albuquerque 30 minutes left having a great friday out here at hollow spirits Having a lot of fun with it. You mean you guys know, friends of the show, loyal listeners, how much I love this place. How much I love the cocktails and the spirits out here at Hollow Spirits. Friend of the show, friend in real life, Danny just walked in. How about a high five, girl? What's up? <laughs> Having a, uh, New Mexico United's Tyler Ortega joins us now. Uh, how's, how's the TV gig going, my friend? It's good.
6: It's good so far. Another broadcast on Wednesday um, will be, Chris Hurst and I will be on ESPN Plus, uh, 7 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff. So make sure to, to check that out if you're not able to make it to the lab. I will say uh, Wednesday's game has the potential to see 10,000 people out there. That's amazing. For a, a school night, Wednesday, October, 10,000. Uh, so we're we're very excited about that. Um, Don't hold me to that number, just in case we don't get there. But I feel very good about it. Um, Things have been tracking wonderfully. Our New Mexico United family coming out in droves, uh, as they always do. And then, yeah, closing things up, uh, October 15th, it is the regular season finale. We'll we'll host uh, Switchbacks, our, our good buddies from Colorado Springs. So last two broadcasts of the year. It's crazy, man. Like, you get to March, and you're like, all right, you look at the schedule, right? And it's like 17 different games from March through October and you blink and there's two left you know and it's just like wow there, there goes another season uh, it's incredible though the the energy at the lab for united
0: matches it's unrivaled it's the best in the league and it's not even close no like do you, do you i know you i know you interact with you know other teams you know other teams front offices you know other teams commentators do people just straight up tell you they're jealous of the fandom, they're jealous of the home field advantage
6: here. I, I mean, I wouldn't say that they say they're jealous, but I will say that you know they they always ask us how do you guys do it? Like, uh-huh. what's your what's your secret? And and our honest answer is like we don't have a secret. Like our fans are just that crazy. Like. I don't know, we, we put out jerseys and they line up around the block to, to buy them. You know, they, they'll camp out overnight. So crazy, um, so crazy. And it's just out of our wildest dreams, um, especially, uh, you know, having started with the club back in 2018, before there was a the Shield, before there was New Mexico United. Like when I started working for the club, we were generic USL New Mexico with some blue and gray branding. Um, and so just to see the way that it's taken off now. Sure. Wild wild yeah i i love
0: watching you know the ascension you know the rise of popularity and especially not just the popularity but the community support like the vision from the front office you know the vision from peter and david and you know people who pour their life into the black and yellow you know just seeing it grow see it grow in popularity like the merch is phenomenal crazy people around the world wear new mexico united gear it's insane like you'll see it on a random television show that has nothing to do with soccer with football like you'll see it on like a comedy show you're like
6: that's a that's a meow wolf jersey what is that doing on here yeah it's 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 so amazing and i want to say it's like every week every two weeks somebody messages the club and they're like Hey, so-and-so was wearing your jersey while they were, fill in the blank, <laughs> performing, right. uh, singing, whatever the case is. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it's just it's so crazy. And, and like even here, while we're sitting here, we're an hour and a half away from kickoff. Right. There's already a couple of fans here, and they're already wearing the jersey we released today. Insane. Like, are, are you kidding me? Absolutely I don't even insane. have that yet. I was <laughs> at the office for nine <laughs> hours today, and I don't even have that yet. I love it so much. It's, it's incredible. It's so incredible. Um, so, okay, the passion that
0: the Albuquerque community has for New Mexico United, the passion that you have uh, for New Mexico United, do you have that same passion so far this year for your own fantasy football teams? Is your heart still in it? Have you given up hope yet? Are you still doing well? Give us the State of the Union on your fantasy.
6: I'm doing all right. You know, I'm doing all right. Um, I I did suffer a a pretty big uh, loss in week one, um, just having Trey Lance. Ah, same. So, I mean, that. I only had him on one, though, thank goodness. Same, yeah, yeah, same. That was devastating. Um, Cam Akers has sat on my bench after being picked in the third round. Uh Um, That's been great. Uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> been great. Yeah, but I will say, like, my receivers are, are pretty deep. Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs. Smart. Um, Smart. Especially uh. on one team, a PPR. Like, Jalen Waddle's also on that squad. So it's just, I could go for 190. One week and then go for 86 the next, which is exactly what happened. I mean, that's a good so, problem
0: to have when yeah. you're that deep. Somebody's going somebody's gonna to pay you off.
6: Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and in th- being in three different leagues, and that's the hard part, right, is like having to balance out the different leagues. Like you've got your work league, you've got your friends' leagues. Right. And, and it's like, you, you, especially the work league, right, like you spend 40 hours a week with these people, and, and you, want, you want to beat them. Yeah, oh, like, of course. You want to beat him, man. You have got to
0: have that smack talk the next week. Yeah. You want to see him at the water cooler and you just
6: like give him a little nod, little heads up. Oh like, yeah. You don't even have to say anything cuz they know. Oh yeah. Oh, they know. Yeah. yeah. So, uh yeah, I mean, fantasy football, man. I I love it. I'm a I'm a big fan, been playing uh for probably like 15 years now. Yeah. Um, which is crazy to think about. I I feel like I remember still getting into it. Um, but uh yeah, we're doing all right so far. All right, not worried about it. I was able to go get Jimmy G after Trey Lance went down. Right. Um, so that was that was a nice little filler. But um, I was also able to get Dak back after I had to drop him for a few weeks. Ooh, so I was worried that somebody would okay. scoop him. So Dak and Yellow is back in play, baby. <laughs> Dak and yeah, Yellow. Yeah. That is a very strong team. Name. That's all right. That's did my. You, uh, did you
0: draft Dak okay. specifically for that team name, or did I, it come after?
6: Well, okay. So a little bit of both, okay. and I say a little bit of both because. Last year was our first uh, season doing a, a New Mexico United front office league, and, you know, black and yellow. Uh, of course. I uh, I picked Dak, and so I was like, this works. And so this year I already had the name, and I was like, well, that's my quarterback. I, I got to go get him. So this is a little bit of both.
0: I love it yeah. so much. Yeah. I I'm above 500, undefeated in one, above 500 in the other two but I have a feeling that it's going to be a relatively positive year. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's all about luck and injuries, right? Like you, you lose a couple big players, poof, your season's down the drain. Yep. You know, your quarterback gets hurt especially. You know, I, in my two-quarterback league, my quarterback two was Trey Lance. And then I was yeah. like, okay, i got to take a hit on this one. Then I trade for Tua, and then we all you know, just recently saw what happened to Tua. Yeah. So now I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, do, I, do I keep dismantling my team to chase a good second quarterback? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's so hard to deal with. It's hilarious. But uh, like people's passion for fantasy sports is it's just bonkers. It's like, so cool. Their life revolves around it. Yeah. Like they, it's, it's becoming almost bigger than the sport itself. Mm -hmm. They're like people – there's tons of people out there who don't have a favorite team. They don't have a favorite player. But they know that they want to win the office's fantasy league every year. So they pay attention to football. They build up a new love of the sport just through fantasy. Yeah. Like, I thought it was was absolutely genius to market fantasy sports that hard by the NFL. Because, like, look at DraftKings now. Look Mm -hmm. at FanDuel now. Like, this – the popularity of fantasy sports, the rise of DraftKings, the rise of FanDuel, I mean, that's led into legal sports gambling. Yeah. Like, it's its nuts, the ascension that it's gone through. All right, we're going to do some quick hitters when we get back. We're going to catch you up on some small stories in the sports world. One more segment of Two Men On, one more segment with voice in New Mexico United, Tyler Ortega, then... Uh, then we're going to rage over here at Hollow Spirits as we are hosting the New Mexico United watch party here at Hollow Spirits. There's like a a St. Pius High School reunion or something going on here. So on top of all the black and yellow that's going to be in the main room, there's going to be some people absolutely raging outside and upstairs. So Hollow Spirits is the place to be this Friday night. Come have some fun with us. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. What a Friday in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It started at 8 this morning at Santa Ana Golf Course as Chisholm Trail RV hosted an absolutely wonderful charity golf tournament to support Albuquerque local firefighters raised What I'm estimating as a bazillion dollars, maybe. I don't know if that's the exact amount. I think it's the exact amount. (laughs) Shout out to Aaron Chisholm, a Chisholm Trail RV. Put on a great tournament for a great cause. Had a lot of fun. Appreciate um, GM of Howie's Luke Markwith coming out and golfing with us. And uh, Josh Sushan and Dylan Storm, the Isotopes, had an absolutely blast today for a great cause. So, Appreciate the support out there in the Albuquerque sports community. Thanks for Sebastian Noel and Ned James calling in earlier, talking a little high school football and Ned James talking a little Lobo football, really appreciate their expertise. Shout out to Duke city gladiators coach, Fred Griggs and the five o'clock hour talking about some off season Duke city gladiators action. And then, uh, we did our NFL pick them and, uh, Special shout out to uh, still with us here, voice in Mexico United, one Mister Tyler Ortega. Thank you for joining us today, as you have often.
6: Yeah, you're, yeah, you're I love becoming, coming on.
0: Uh, Instead of a friend of the show, instead of a, a contributor, you might just be our football correspondent now. I, I mean, if it's a, if it's the title you want to give me, I'll take it. Uh, I've got to preface this by saying it. Not a pain gig. <laughs> that's all right. that's all right. <laughs> Could- so I got a funny story here, and I just found it. So I remember Tom Brady threw the tablets on the sideline. <laughs> memes abound, memes galore. That seems like every time that he plays the Saints, he throws and breaks a tablet. So thanks to Tom Brady, every single team in the NFL got an official memo from the NFL saying they are not to throw or break league-issued equipment. So no more hissy fits on the sideline for Tom Brady. No more hissy fits on the sideline for Aaron Rodgers as they will start being fined and
6: punished for throwing tablets on the sideline. Wow. I I mean... I think these guys make enough money that that fine really isn't going to put them yes. off. Yes. Like, How much is a. Well, they don't even use iPads.
0: A Edge tablet? The Microsoft ones. Yeah, a Microsoft yeah. Edge tablet. How much are these things? Right. Like $60? Yeah, I have like, no idea. Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Mahomes makes $50 million. Yeah. He can buy. a a majority ownership in Microsoft if he wanted to. Every quarterback in the NFL can come together, put their contracts together, and buy Microsoft and just change their whole tablet division to something else. And they're in cases. Right. They're in cases. They're meant to be dropped and thrown. That's why you get one of those cases for your toddler because when they can't, click the button and watch Blue's Clues, or whatever kids watch now, they throw the tablet. And luckily, it's got a screen protector. It's got a case to protect it. So do these tablets on the friggin' sideline. Right. It's okay for Tom Brady to throw a hissy fit and throw a tablet. Number one, nobody, nobody wants a Microsoft Edge. The only reason that the NFL uses Microsoft Edge tablets is because they couldn't get a deal with Apple. Nobody in the NFL wants to use a Microsoft Edge tablet. I don't even know if I'm saying the name right. They're, they're so obscure, and they're so unwanted. I'm not even sure I'm saying the name right. I don't right think now. I've ever seen one in person. No. They're, oh, they only exist because of NFL sidelines. <laughs> do, you, do you really think, like, this came from up on high at Microsoft, and they're like, hey, look, sit down with me, Roger. We got something to talk about here. (laughs) If people don't stop throwing these Microsoft Edge tablets that they don't want already, we're never going to get the traction to beat the iPad in sales. Look, you idiot. You're never going to outsell Apple. Nobody wants your tablets. That's why you should allow them to be thrown, because at
6: least they will break that one and be forced to buy another. I thought that was just like... (laughs) A person's natural reaction to be ha- being handed a Microsoft <laughs> Edge is just like no, like, no, I don't want that. What like, is this? Yeah, uh, or. Or maybe Brady has been talking to his buddy Gronk, and he's just practicing that Gronk spike with the tablet. Smart. Very smart. That's actually what I think it was. Very smart. Or he wasn't even,
0: like, reading defenses. Like, somebody's trolling him (laughs) and, like, putting pictures of his wife and kids on the tablet, and he immediately just sees his wife and throws it across (laughs) the sideline. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. how excited are you? For the Super Bowl halftime show coming up, uh, they just announced a couple days ago it's going to be Rihanna.
6: I think that she's. I feel like she's perfect for it. Like you want like a good performer, right? Like I feel like like the weekend put on like a good performance. Uh, like so, yeah. I, I think she is. I I think she's gonna rock it. And, um, and she's got songs with like ten different rappers. Yeah. So they they get like you
0: can just stream out. Like an infinite number of artists to pop out on stage with her. Right. And just do cover song after cover song. I think it's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be near impossible to top last year. Last year was awesome. Like as a 90s hip-hop kid, like that was peak Super Bowl for me. Yeah, You know, Prince playing Purple Rain in the rain Mm -hmm. in Minnesota. That's phenomenal. That's a great moment. You know, U uh, two after nine eleven. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some amazing moments. But for me, the show that Dr. Dre put on is number one, and it's not even close. It was incredible.
6: Um, I feel like that happened so long ago that I'm like now having flashbacks. But yeah, it was it was a good time, and like and and plus. The Super Bowl halftime show is like its own spectacle, right? Like you're you're there for the game, you're there for the food, the party, all of that stuff, but yes. you're also there for the halftime show, for sure. Like so, yeah. Put Rihanna on, let her do her thing. I agree completely. We um, we did the show from
0: the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Right. We were we were in LA, and we kept wanting to book anybody on the halftime show, but COVID was still. You know, it was slowly winding down, but COVID was still in full swing. Like, it's masks everywhere, sanitizer everywhere, social distance everywhere at the time. And there was no way they're going to give us a performer. Just, like, parade. Like, I told way too many people that I was going to interview Kendrick Lamar. (laughs) Because Kendrick Lamar is one of my favorite rappers. So, like, I just tried to manifest it into the universe that, like, Van is going to interview Kendrick Lamar. And I got there, and I saw all the precautions. Like, they didn't bring out a single player. from. I mean, there were tons of players, you know, from all over the NFL. Yeah. No Bengals, no Rams, and we didn't have a single chance of interviewing anybody from the halftime show. So maybe to loosen up this year, maybe a – but, yeah, I think Rihanna, you're right. Rihanna will put on an amazing show, and I'm excited to see, like, the spectacle of it. Right. Because I probably – I don't know, Umbrella? I probably couldn't pick a Rihanna song out of a lineup. Yeah. You know, if there was, like, a gun to my head and it's like, you have to name three Rihanna songs or you get it. I was like, well, just pull the trigger now. Like, I don't I, know.
6: Umbrella. You, that's you all can't I know. name them, but, like, you hear this song and then you know all the words and you know it's Rihanna. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair.
0: <laughs> Heck of a show today. Thanks to all the friends of the show for joining us. Had a great time. We are here at Hollow Spirits. We will be here at Hollow Spirits. All the way through the end of the New Mexico United match as we are having the New Mexico United watch party right here from Hollow Spirits. Thanks to all the friends of the show for your support. Thanks for lighting up the text line. Uh, Thanks for the phone calls. Really appreciate everybody. And and thanks again, Tyler. Thanks for being here with us.
6: Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, And like I said, for all you listeners out there, give us a call. Uh, Come out to, to one of the last two New Mexico United home games uh, Wednesday, ten five, and Saturday, ten fifteen.
0: And don't forget to support your Lobos tonight. If you're not here at Hollow Spirit, supporting your New Mexico United, big matchup in Vegas. Be- it's a big weekend in Vegas yeah. for New Mexico sports. Yeah, United, yeah. United Lobos. Oh my goodness, I'm loving it. Albuquerque sports fan. Thank you so much. Get out there and support your United. Get out there and support your Lobos. Thank you so very much. Hey, have yourself a blast this weekend. Give someone you love a hug. Tell someone you love that you love them. Have fun. Be safe. And the boys love you so much. <laughs> we'll be seeing you on Monday. We got some special guests coming on Monday. Come visit us at Hollow. Uh, excuse me, at Howie's corner of Montgomery and Tramway. Uh, watching Monday Night Football, doing the show from there, having an absolute blast. If you haven't been to Howie's. Tyler, it is an absolute treasure. It is the hidden gem of Albuquerque. I'm kind of disappointed that i got to tell all these people right. about it because <laughs> now all these people are going to come. But do, if you come to Howie's, make sure it's on a Monday. Come hang out with the boys. You've been listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM,
1: AM 610, the sports animal. <laughs>